true origin of our country's native distilled libation is hazy at best. What we can say with some confidence is sometime around 1770, whiskey distillers in Kentucky started storing their spirits in charred wooden barrels. These hardworking farmers and businessmen were simply trying to make a living. Little did they know that over two centuries later, three of America's native sons would be inspired by their discovery to come together in discussion in an attempt to understand everything from the perplexing to the absurd. A symposium on discernment, if you will. This is an examination of life. Welcome to the Bourbon Chronicles. Here we go. Happy Sunday, everybody. Happy Sunday. Is there not a better place to live in the nation right now than St. Augustine, Florida? I mean, the weather this weekend has been off the charts. It's out of control. I mean, off the. I mean, it's winter. I traveled all week, so thanks. I missed it. I was in the rainy Memphis area, but I got some good barbecue. That was it. Man, it's February, and it's like 80, 80 degrees uh, and beautiful outside. So today's here, beautiful. Here we are, Bourbon Chronicles. Ladies and gentlemen, this is Volume 2. Gentlemen, introduce yourself. My name's Alan. Hey, I'm Kelly. And the Miss Lady, Nicole. Hi. Nicole is uh, a little under the weather. Well, so I want to know the, the greatest comeback of the week. Was it A, Tom Brady in the Super Bowl, or was it Nicole and Hamilton being here today on the show with the flu? And I think the, the flu has ransacked everybody I know. And I know it put you guys under this week. Right? Well, yeah. So I'll let you answer that, Nicole, because you feel worse than I do. Oh, look at there. That's so sweet. Well, in my house with my kids, it's a competition of who is the sickest. So, so do you our, win? Same at our house. It's, it's between my wife and two kids. Yeah, it's, it's well, fun. when an adult has a fever, we win. Yes, absolutely. Why is it the fevers are so much worse when you're an adult? Because you kids just die. roll right through it. I got to tell you, man, I am. Uh, I, I really feel like you could. I could break my arm and function. But when I get a cold, I that's am where I am, Alan. Super my cranky. Wife, my wife will tell you what a wuss I am. When <laughs> <I'm sick. laughs> well, so this is what I'm going to ask for your forgiveness because I'm going to cough all over the place. So oh. uh, you just, especially when I start laughing. And I tell you what, though, I've been out since Friday. I've been mm. in in bed. Uh, Nicole, my wife, has been uh, has been waiting on me, and thank goodness for her. But here's the thing, man. I get around these guys for the last hour. I have energy, so you guys got to bring me bring me through for an hour. Well, and, we got we brought some bourbon. Actually, you brought this bourbon. Brought we'll we'll talk bourbon, about it yes. later. But this uh, stuff is amazing. It's gonna we're gonna burn through these colds. Yeah, I'm excited flu. about this. I'm ready to test this stuff. But out. they're definitely yeah. gonna have to lice all this place when we're done. So let, real quick. Um, our email address, I want to throw this out there, bourbonchroniclesradio at gmail.com. Now, here's the thing. Uh, we said this last week, mm. and there was one time I, I checked the email last week, and I got excited because I saw something, but it was actually, I think, an email from one of us. We had sent ourselves an email <laughs> through mine. we had uh, changed the password <laughs> on one of our accounts. <laughs> we got zero we got confirmation, email. and we were excited about the confirmation. So I'm going to say this again, bourbonchroniclesradio at gmail.com. So please email us. Also, we, uh, we do have a Facebook page. Uh, it's at Bourbon Chronicles, and then check us out on Instagram, Bourbon Chronicles as well. Um, and we're going to say that throughout the show so we can at least we, have somebody. we got to get one email this week just to show improvement week to week. One email and we win. Well, actually, if you send us an email, we'll probably say the name of the person that emailed us. Absolutely. You we'll make you, you famous. You know what? We can week. maybe even call them. We will make. Yes. That's a good idea. That's <laughs> a good idea. But going back. So the Super Bowl. was. Oh, did, did you guys watch it? 
at all? No, no, we the, didn't watch it. So, of well, course we watched it. So while well, we were here, <laughs> we, actually, we were here and then we, we had to go, we had to rush back and finish it. But uh, I don't know. That was, everyone's saying it's the best Super Bowl of all time. Now, I don't know about that. It may have been the best fourth quarter of a Super Bowl of all time, depending on what fan yeah, you are. Yeah, the first half was not fun. Not great. Actually. Well, for New England fans, it wasn't fun. For, yeah, that's for right. For Falcon fans, I'm sure. Oh, yeah, were, Atlanta was partying, right? Out. Well, it was funny because I flew through Atlanta this week traveling, and the guy came on the microphone on the on the Delta flight and said, you know, I'm really proud of the Atlanta Falcons. We won the first half. <laughs> the Super Bowl. <laughs> I thought that was pretty funny. But. I don't know. Good, good comeback from them. Great comeback from you guys. Comeback volume two of the of the Bourbon Chronicles. Yeah. So we're happy to be here. Yeah, and I we're feel here. good. I feel good. So let's uh, let's talk about uh, the the bottle of bourbon that we have for this week. And Alan, I'm going to throw it to you to give us the facts about uh, Woodford Reserve Double Oaked. Double Oaked. Yeah, Hamilton oh, brought this one in. This is his favorite, his all time favorite. So I'm really excited about trying this thing out. So. This is this originates in Woodford County, Kentucky. It's owned by a company called Brown Foreman. Uh, it's 90 proof, 90.4 if you want to be exact. It's aged, so it's aged over seven years. Then it's taken out of one barrel, put into another barrel, and aged for another nine months. It uh, came to the market in 2012, so you can imagine that. I guess they started making it back in oh. Well, whoever can do the math what, that quick. Yeah. Can you and buy then, this on the street, or you got this when you were in Yeah, Kentucky? there's a guy that stands out on the corner right out here outside <laughs> the, the studio. St- He's got a shopping cart, <laughs> and you can just buy it from him. No, you can you can get it at a liquor store, and it's under 50 bucks, so it's a beautiful price point. All right. So your question is, yes, there is a double, double oaked. What? Quadruple Do- oak. Uh, uh, well, uh, yes, that would be quadruple oak that you can buy at... Uh, Woodford Reserve, and I haven't seen it out anywhere, but you can buy Double Oaked anywhere. I know Drew carries it. I think you can get it at Costco, wh- whatever liquor store you go to. Well, that's the one with the, the bronze label, but yours is, that you brought, is that's just Barrel the, Finish Select. It's different. No, it's not. They just changed the bottle a couple years ago. Oh, okay. Never yeah. mind. <laughs> <laughs> that's why we're here. Well, I'm so distracted. Can I pour a glass of it for you guys? Yes. yes. You ready to have some? All right. So... I've never had this before. I'm really excited. So I went online and I did a little bit of research about it. And uh, I watched a couple of videos that Woodford put out. And they, so Woodford, I didn't realize they make their own barrels. They have their own cooperage. So a, a cooper is a person who yeah. makes a barrel. I was going to ask right? you what that was. Yeah, Michael so Cooper. A cooper. Didn't he yeah, play exactly. for the Los Angeles Lakers? I mean, he had the high socks. Remember Michael Cooper? No. Nope. Sorry. Go ahead. I remember the name, but. <laughs> but uh, so anyway, Woodford Woodford has their own cooperage. A cooperage is a plant where they they build these these barrels that they they age the uh, bourbon in. And so the way they do this, they call it double oaked because oh man, that's it's good. used it's it's aged in two different barrels. Okay, the first barrel, the first the first part of the process is they take one barrel and they they toast it lightly. So they stick it over a fire. They get it nice and warm. They don't char it. They just toast it. Then they char it. So then it goes to a different fire, and they char it, and, and it's charred heavily. Uh, I think the best way that I would think about I'm sorry to interrupt, but it would be when you're to- – this is the way that I think about it is when you're toasting a marshmallow mm. and how it can get <laughs> sort of, and then you can go a lot crisper. Is that maybe yeah, – I like mine crispy. I like mine almost yeah, right. ready to fall off the end of the – the Indeed. first time in the history of bourbon, it's been compared to toasted marshmallows. No, that's good. No, but here's were you finished, Alan? By the way, no, I was going to tell the second part. Okay, go ahead. I'm go, sorry. No, no, because no, no, I want I want to go back to that marshmallow thing. So go. the the but the second barrel. So like I said, they they age it in two different barrels. So it's aged a little over seven years in the first barrel. The second barrel is actually they reverse the process process, and this one they toast it a lot longer, and then they char it lightly. I don't know. Exactly. So I listened to the video or watched the video, and the guy was explaining the different flavors that it, it, it brings out. But he talked a lot about the sugars inside of uh, American white oak. You know, I never thought about an oak tree having having sugar, sugar in it, but in I it? guess it makes sense, right? So hmm. that's what the charring process does is it caramelizes those sugars. Well, I, when, I went to, uh, when I went to Woodford, uh, they had this to taste, and um, it's the first time – so I will say Woodford Reserve non-double oaked is my favorite 
Um, it's kind of what I got started on drinking bourbon. Uh, so I, I, when people ask me, I'm sure there are a lot better bourbons out there. Well, there are, I've had better bourbons in Woodford, but for some reason I started with it. It's like my McDonald's, you know, you started with fast food for some reason. It's just always going to be the best. Wendy yeah. might have a best burger, but yeah. McDonald's, something about McDonald's when you're growing up, <laughs> that's the way I am with Woodford. Now this double Oak comes out and it was, it's the first, um, dessert bourbon on the market. They, they, they built this bourbon to be a dessert bourbon. Uh, and the first time I tasted it, man, it blew my socks off because it has such a caramel and almost like a marshmallow sweet taste to it's, it. Uh, and it's, it's, awesome. it's, it's really yeah. good. And you almost have to taste it uh, without rocks, without water. You almost have to do it completely neat to get all the different flavors that you can get from it. Yeah, you're it. right about that. It's definitely sweet, and but it's got a good smoke. It's more smoky than most other bourbons I've had. Yeah. Before, so it's good. Yeah. Good. I think it's going to pair well with um, some barbecue. Yeah, me For too. Sure. I hope we For have sure. some later. Yeah, that would be fun. Um, Nicole, you want to queue up uh, the next song? Uh, one last thing I'll say about Woodford. Uh, the, uh, the, the distiller, Chris Morris, has been at Woodford since he was 16 years old. Is that legal? I, I have no idea, but he tastes 180 unique whiskeys each day. The, a day. Each day. So we're going to roll into our song, and we'll talk about it after. Nice. Yeah. 
That is a great jam. And one of the things we do on the show is we're going to play some music that you may not commonly hear on the airwaves. And we're also going to pick some of our favorites. And Alan, that was um, that was a band that I that you picked, Little Feet, right? Little Feet, yeah. The, uh, a lot of the old timers like me will will know who that is. <laughs> I never uh, heard of them. I'm just a few, like 15, 20 years younger than you. But no, yeah, they kidding. they no, they came out in I believe it was seventy or seventy one. And the lead singer's name is Lowell George. He uh, he passed away. I don't know. It was around seventy nine or eighty. Probably a drug but overdose. They, you you probably that voice, allegedly probably his yeah. voice. You can't just is, come out and say someone probably died of a drug overdose. They either did or they didn't. Oh, they they have some. Well, good they jams. found him. They found him in a ho- hotel room. So we were with on, his kidney cut out. We were sitting on the back porch, and I'm playing the music that I like. And Alan says, "You know, you know, you know, you like that. You might like this." And he introduced Little Feet. And that's, that's yeah. That's he uh, the, the, his his voice has to be one of my favorite voices of all time. Next and to mine. that song, my voice that he you love hearing my voice every day. Absolutely. And then Little Feet. But that's one of my top five songs. I never say <laughs> this is my favorite song. I'll, I'll group it, but that's that's a top is, five. Do they do Dixie Chicken? No, that is uh, that is the band. The no. Oh, okay. Oh, I'm sorry. sorry. No, You're that, right. You're right. right. It does, does little feet. chicken. Yeah. All right. So sorry. I didn't know yeah, that until um, Dave Matthews puts that into a song, and so did uh, Garth Brooks. You'll be my dicks of chicken. There it is. Sing it. Sing all it. right. Keep going. All night Keep going. long. So. <laughs> well, anyway, so each week we're going to pick some songs. Obviously, we picked a bourbon. This bourbon is outstanding. It's I've fabulous. Had, I've had a few sips of it during that song. And by the way, like food pairs well with wine and Bourbon pairs well with barbecue, but for some reason, music and bourbon for us pairs for us, yeah. really well together too. So sometimes a good song makes the bourbon taste even that much better. I feel like this stuff would pair well with anything. And, or <laughs> right a lot that. of bourbon makes a good song, a bad song, good. <laughs> <laughs> too much bourbon and music really hurts your head. So you never really know where we're at. So we had actually started uh, talking about the Super Bowl, and I think there's an interesting story about um, Tom Brady's jersey going missing and I, I believe it's still missing i don't think they found it no they but, have not but um you said that there you think it's we heard there. today we heard today thanks to your wife actually uh, what that, um that <laughs> <laughs> yeah what's with the, the hmm when you're talking about my wife that, that is what <laughs> i was wondering where bethany got that jersey she's been wearing around <laughs> Wearing Tom Brady's jersey. Tom jersey. So no, Bethany told us Thanks, today Tom. that that apparently uh, they think now that it might not actually be missing. It may be on the equipment bus. So some some moron grabbed that jersey out of out of it his just, locker without realizing that that was like probably the, worth the about game worn jersey. You know what it reminded me of? I'm gonna put you on the spot. I'm sorry. It reminded me of a story that you told about coffee mugs when you were in the Navy. About how some old boy went in and oh, yeah. found all the dirt. Yeah. Can you tell that story? I love <laughs> that story. No, this is good. This is good because it's very yeah, similar. So when you're in the Navy, you you uh, when you're enlisted in the Navy, your first your first three months on a, on a ship, or at least back in my day, you you mess cranked. You worked in the mess mess right. decks, and, and you did. And so they pulled me out and put me up in the uh, the officers' mess. But one of my best friends, they pulled him and put him in the chiefs' mess. And chiefs are very. Pe- peculiar people in the navy they yeah. they have their way of doing things and, right and uh so he goes in and he's working in the mess uh, in the uh, chief's mess and they had all their coffee mugs hanging on the wall or on the bulkhead i guess you'd say in the navy but uh he pulls them pulls them down and he realizes how filthy these things are so he <laughs> there's, takes there's them, dozens of mugs hanging on the wall he each. takes them and, and washes them <laughs> well what he doesn't realize is that's kind of a thing with these chiefs they don't wash their coffee mugs no way. the dirtiest mug means you have the most time you know, oh, on that no ship or in the navy or whatever it is something i would do but it is i mean some of these mugs were coated with old coffee and he goes and washes them and so yeah he got the so he took, <laughs> this old boy took all the mugs and made them like sparkling clean right yeah and all the chiefs are like what, what happened to my what happened to my aged yeah i got mug? a couple of buddies uh from the navy that made chief i, I ho- hopefully they'll they'll listen to this they'll be able to confirm same thing the old boy in the the uh, maintenance shop for the for the patriots go washing tom brady's jersey right after the super bowl and now can't find it five hundred thousand dollar jersey and he grabs it and throws at it in minimum, the all right so but let's minimum. say someone did steal that what could they do with it there's no is there a black market for stuff like that it's not like oh, it can I'm just sure. appear i'm sure there was there's some collector yeah there's some collector but it somewhere can never that, appear 
because they would no, know. No, no. But we're, there's priceless works of art hanging on a prince's don't you know, you watch bedroom the wall. Don't you know that these art thieves sell their stuff too? Don't you watch it? It's in the movies. Don't they steal art in Armageddon? <laughs> they don't steal art in Bruce Willis movies? Does, is there a Bruce Willis movie where there's art stolen? Hey, what is our Bruce Willis tie-in? Our Bruce Willis tie-in today is, um, unfortunately, Al Jarreau passed away. Lou he, Albano. The Captain, Alan thought it was Captain Lou Albano. But no, it's Al Jarreau. He, he passed Jero. away earlier today, I believe it was, or maybe last and night. And he wrote the, he sang. Well, he does a bunch of songs, and it, we'll put Nicole on the spot. If you can find an Al Jarreau song, we might, we might be, um, we'll, we'll sing your praises. But the theme to Moonlighting. You guys can just tell me. You it's don't called have... Moonlighting. Yeah, hey, whisper. whisper Nicole. Under, the theme we're, to we're Moonlighting. Live. We're on the air. Was Al Jarreau, I don't know if he wrote it or produced it, but he sang it. And... Do you want me to sing that as well? Because I did my country it. voice. I'm thinking with your cold that you have going on, it mm. might be like a I mean, nice everybody, oh, everybody might might think it's Barry White. <laughs> he's, he's, he's swallowing Advil as we speak, chasing it with bourbon. <laughs> I will say I cannot feel my throat now. The wonders. That's of a good thing. It's it's magical. Yeah, it is. What, so right, what? anyway, so the tie-in was Algero passed away and and just today, right? Ju- well, I guess this of morning a parent drug overdose. I don't no, know. I didn't, I didn't see this. I think he's old. Not find him old. in a hotel room, as far as I know. <laughs> but anyway, so he wrote the or or sang the theme song to Moonlighting, which and was Bruce a television Willis. show from my teen years. Which was I wasn't uh, which allowed to watch it. Years. You were like thirty. <clears throat> I wasn't allowed to watch it. It had too many <laughs> uh, like undertones. What'd you say, Kelly? <laughs> it had. I wasn't allowed to watch it. So I was. You weren't allowed. He couldn't stay because up that of the late. shampoo. Scene. I could watch. Remember that the, the shampoo, shampoo scene? scene. It's on the, no. in the credits. I think, or you're... not the credits, but the way. Anyway, Mm-mm. the moonlighting. If you can find it, not the extended remix. It, we don't have but... time for that. The remix. There's a remix of the moonlightings. No, so I could watch three shows growing up. Hee Haw. Nature, no. <laughs> he, I'm not kidding. He Hall, Nature, and the Dukes, Dukes of Hazard. Dukes yes, of Hazard. I knew you were going to say yeah, that. Dukes of Hazard. So. I was Wild World, Wide World of Sports. That was my show on Saturdays. Man, do you have how many channels did you have in Albany? Three, three had, channels. When I was a kid, we had three channels until I was around eleven, maybe ten years old. Oh, and we oh there it is. Suddenly, Alan's ten again. And here we go, back mm-hmm. to my early teen years. Oh, yeah. R.I.P. Algero. <laughs> this so must smooth. be the extended version, it's too. so smooth. Is this moonlighting? What? Oh, yeah. Somewhere by, by night. <laughs> they don't wet by night. There you go. I had to turn it down on that one. Yeah, did you? My mic? Yeah, yeah. Good. Oh, so you. that's Algero. That's it. Well, he, Rest he in peace, buddy. Rest in peace, Algero. Thanks for doing the moonlighting theme so we could uh, tie, tie in, in our Bruce show. Willis. Did he know when he wrote that? Just for us. That we would... He would go on a Sunday. 30 five. years later, be tying in his show. So, All anyway. Right. So, so I'm gonna, oh, I got something to say. Yeah, go ahead. Uh, email us. Let, I, we go. have a new email address. Uh, bourbonchroniclesradio at gmail.com. Again, that's bourbonchroniclesradio at gmail.com. Or follow us on Facebook at Bourbon Chronicles or on Instagram or as the kids like to say, IG. The IG. Uh, Bourbon Rams. Chronicles. So there you go. So we like to talk sometimes about what um, irritated Alan this week, but I really like something that irritated Jordan Spieth this week. So you guys know who Jordan Spieth is? Nicole? Yes, the golfer. The golfer. Everyone so, here knows, but everyone out there might not. <clears throat> Jordan Spieth is a golfer. He's a, young, he's a young guy. Was he t- probably 23? He's 14. So he's pretty young. So to be crabby, I like young I like crabby people in general, which is why I have an affinity for you, Alan. But um, so he was—he's uh, at this pro am, and he was uh, asked for an autograph by some by some kids. And as he's doing it, he shunned a couple of other autograph hounds that were. Uh, it's obvious to the golfers that they're professional autograph seekers, whereas the kids obviously are not. And when he's uh, signing autographs, the the adults that he ignored start cussing at him and giving him a hard time. So he. He draws up in the um, he draws up in the uh, the, um, the the press conference afterwards, saying, "Hey, you know, this really irritated me." And they started dropping f bombs. He said they started dropping f bombs in front of the kids. So he went off on this tangent about these professional autograph hunters that they that the golfers can't stand. Which you know, PGA might not want him to talk about that, but I think it's yeah, pretty cool that he stood up cool. and was like, "No, I'm going to sign kids' autograph that genuinely want to." They're obviously fans. And they want to have a good time here. Yeah, but these other guys him. are giving a hard time. So he says, you know, I, 
wrote down his quote or, or printed it out. I said, uh, you know, so I, I turned around, one of them dropped an F-bomb in front of these three kids, and I felt the need to turn around and tell them that that was not right. Man, that's awesome. For all him right. to stand up and, first of all, not, yeah. not cuss in front of kids, because we try really hard not to cuss here live on the radio, too. But well, Kevin, Kevin watches us, Kevin's... and uh, he's got a taser, and <laughs> if somebody drops an F-bomb on the show, <laughs> we will get tased. He's already told us. Well, I will say this. When you told me, we were coming in mm-hmm. uh, before the show started, and you said, I got the story about Jordan Spieth uh, getting mad at people. And I was like, man, I don't want to hear this about him because I like who he is. I didn't know the backstory. What's he getting it. mad about? Yeah, what's he getting mad about? You know, is he going to be another one of these guys? Because I love his story. He seems, like a, he seems like a throwback to Jack Nicholas and Arnold Palmer and those type of golfers. So it's, it's really cool to hear the rest of that story. Well, apparently one of the guys looked at him and said, you're not Tiger Woods. Stop trying to act like Tiger oh, Woods. Oh, get out of here. I, yeah, and that's what he said. And he said, you know, whatever, you guys are trying to make money off me. So what does that say about you? So I, so he was pretty fired up about it. And I, I just, I don't know, I appreciate that. I need that to let Alan him. Brooks on. Yeah. Well, I, him and Alan would be best friends about stuff like that. Like, so hey. cranky. So, well, that's the right thing to be cranky. If you're going to be no, cranky. No, yeah, that, that's uh, good for him. I yeah. applaud that. I, you guys know me. I am not into this whole celebrity worship crap. No. And so... You do like, Ham does like TMZ, though. But that's not celebrity worship. What? Yeah, it is. Come on, man. Uh, They break stories. Hamilton likes to take the tests on Facebook to find out which celebrity he's most like. No, I don't. (laughs) Did you you take, putting you on the spot, did you take a quiz on Facebook He's most like Bruce Jenner. I did not. You didn't? (laughs) Thanks, Alan. I lost a bet. Wait, I missed that. What did you say? (laughs) He's most like Bruce Jenner. (laughs) (laughs) An athlete. (laughs) He's a triathlete, right? Triathlete. But I don't know how to come out of that one. <laughs> anyway. Thanks, that Alan. Anyway. So how's your bourbon? Is how's your bourbon? that bourbon tasting? How's the bourbon tasting there? Good? Yeah, right. we're going to do another song. Are we going to do another song? I oh, this is should. this is your Hank song. You might you want to cue this, this up. This is Waylon. Oh, this is Waylon. That's yeah. right. I'm sorry. Yeah. We'll get uh, to it. Here you go. Hank.
All right, that was I've Always Been Crazy by Waylon Jennings. Waylon Jennings, and, yes. And I'll say something quickly about that. My dad was a huge, huge Waylon Jennings fan, a bigger Willie Nelson. But there was a time in the early 80s where those two were Man, back and forth. Late 70s, early 80s. Yeah. I mean, and Willie's still going at it. He's going to play here in a couple weeks. That's right. With uh, Dwight Yoakam, which I'm— they that, sold that, out quick. Like in 10 minutes, the that amp. show sold Didn't out. Didn't so, he have to just recently have to cancel a lot of, uh, uh, not a lot, but a few tour dates because he was sick or something Willie? like that? Willie. He's probably high. <laughs> no, I feel like he was No, that sick. keeps him going. I feel like he was uh, he was sick recently and had to cancel a few uh, days. So he's not. really he's old. The last, he's one of the last ones. Anybody like, know how old he is? I think he's 80, okay. 81. He's Let's old. ask Google. I believe he's 81 or 82, I, I did hear that his last year show oh, was hey, that great. Wh- where did you come from? Hey, have you Nicole. been here the whole show? I have. No, I was at his show here last Are you year. And it was good? He played with Allison Krauss, so it was kind of a mix. Oh. Like, they, they didn't blend well together, although right. they're both awesome in their own right. Right. Um, but he was outstanding. And to be in his early 80s mm-hmm. and still doing it that way, I mean, it's unbelievable. Yeah, she's but, only really supposed to play with Robert Plant anymore. Yeah. <laughs> no, no, Krauss. Al- no, 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 no. Allison Krauss live is incredible. Oh, I love Allison Krauss. If you ever get a chance to see him live. Sorry, Kelly, I didn't mean to offend you there. Don't, look. I was talking bad about Allison Krauss, I guess. (laughs) No, but I love um, the older country and just the the new stuff today. How old is Willie Nelson, your guess? I think he's 82. I'm going to say 78. And yours, Nicole? 83. You hit it right on the uh, right yes. on the nose. eighty-three. He's eighty-three. You did the prices right thing I to did. me. You went one dollar. Totally he'll be eighty. He'll be eighty-four in April. <laughs> Man, and he's still touring like crazy. Okay, so here's my question. Music. So here's my question about that. Does he need to? No. Well, he you think get, he just he, he had paying, to get into the tax taxes off. the tax problems? No, but that dude just loves doing it, and he's yeah, not I like think he's, he's enjoying some other stuff. But now he's covering, and his his son's doing songs. Like he does a cover. Of the Pearl Jam song, um, what the heck is it? Um, I, I'll think of it later. But the, he does a he does a whole album of covers with his with his son. Really, it's really, really good. Yeah, yeah. But I mean, I, I love the old sound. The, thankfully, the old sound is new again. But it's just starting to happen because the, the in my opinion, and I I've, I apologize if I offend anyone that's listening right now. But the current state of pop country is. Terrible. Oh, play that, Nicole. It's so terrible. Yeah, it, it, I feel like and uh, you and I have discussed this before. I feel like the country music died. I, I feel like the decade of the '90s was the, like the last gasp you, of good country music. You're right. Well, good writing because there's there's some good there's some guys that can play the guitar, they right. can sing, but they, their their songs are terrible. If I hear one more country song about a guy meeting a girl in a parking lot and kissing in the parking lot. Give me a break. Okay, so my question. So you said late 90s or? I would have said, well, I don't oh, know, early, I'm just 90s. Generally, early 90s. Generally the 90s, probably around. I don't know. I just kind of figure around when George Strait. All right, you know, so who would you say was the first artist to bring them into the new country? Because, I mean, Luke Bryan didn't come out till, till a lot later. Well, it takes That's more than question. just one. It takes more than just one. That's a good question. So you had these old troubadours. You had, you had, um, uh, George Strait, Alan Jackson, those guys kind of Garth started. Brooks. Garth Brooks that wrote, well, Garth Brooks didn't write a lot of his own stuff, but the songs they, they made famous were story songs. They, they told happy or sad songs. But now it's just this, I don't know, there's no substance behind it. So I think that's first started happening with like around, I like Kenny Chesney a lot, but like that was the first one to kind of go into the uh, Jimmy Buffett era. Yeah, kind that's of blending true. It over. Yeah. And now you've got, um, Luke Bryan, who just wants to bump and grind on stage, like he's got a good voice, but that's my homeboy, though. That's it. That oh my gosh, we can't. This yeah, is such that's a good pretty song. awesome. Yes, I have heard this. Right, let, let it go for a few minutes. Let, let it play for the first because this him and his son and his sound. Wait, didn't you send this to me? Yes, I I did. Did. Stop talking, guys. Stop talking. Oh, I'm a lucky man. That's his son right That's there. his boy. Sorry, I, I got chill pumps. This is the part right here, though. Right here. Some folks just have one. Others, they've got none. Oh. Just Breathe. That's the name of the yep. song. Stay Thanks with for me. Oh, Let's see if we can all sing with breathe. it. No. <laughs> Man, that's some good stuff right there. Okay, you can, you can. All right. But I mean, so even that song is a, it's a Pearl Jam song that Willie, you know, recorded with his boy and 
it just sounds awesome. It's it's a good it's a that <laughs> that too is about somebody passing away and then being together at the end. But I mean, there's no substance behind the pop country phase, which is awesome. Okay, now you're gonna have a lot of people that yeah, disagree with you about that. Well, that's fine. About that's that. fine. That's fine. I would disagree. With there you are some on songs that. I like yeah. on the pop, and I'm not. A, I'm an old country fan. I'm not a. a but like Zach Brown, to me, is well, I don't consider that pop country. I know dude, it's popular man, now. I mean, His first it, album it, was. Stellar. Pretty, yeah. It's pretty. It's pretty. He, he, he kind of keeps a toe in country. And oh, the toe! He, he threw it to one of his songs. Yeah, yeah. toes. That's a good one. <laughs> and his his butt in the well, sand. I, but no, I feel like he he kind of has a foot in the country music realm. And yeah. then a I think he is one. Well, you've said it. He, that his group is one of the best. I, I'm going to tell you. Yeah, they're one of my favorite groups right now. They, they as far as the quality of musicians go, I feel like the Zach Brown band is probably the best bunch of musicians playing together today well outside I, of lady gaga from the super bowl except, no, except for lady kidding. gaga and her when name. she did, took that jump off the stage have you seen that the meme of, of her just just diving off. Off. I'm so out. i want to say this about that I, about zach brown band i was not a fan of them at all and then uh sonic highways which the foo fighters did mm. i was a huge fan i'm a huge fan of the foo fighters mm-hmm. my favorite rock group um and uh, he, they met up with the Zac Brown band. They actually, they recorded, actually recorded in the studio. An EP. Yes, did four or five songs together. And when I listened to how the, the band played together uh, with David Grohl and the Foo Fighters, man, just I was after that. Did you hear what Dave Grohl said about yes. it? Yes, he said that yep. uh, he said if he was in any other band, it than would his be own, them. It yep. would be with them. Yep. And so I, I, I do I, believe they're an exception because I, I agree with you. Their 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 musical talent is is uh, is awesome. Yeah. But, but I think the formulaic approach to country music right now is almost insulting to a lot of people's intelligence. What I'm trying to say, the lyrics aren't there. It's not there's, good. There's, it's there's, just not good listening music anymore. Can see my drop top. If I can do my look Maybe, Brian impression, uh, like it's. But the it's kids no, like it. Be the the kids like it. No, you know what? My daughters love Addie and Karis love Will and Nelson because I because they I played like, it for because them. that's your their daddy. Well, and I, I sing him. Uh, I sing. Um, um, a Willie Nelson song to them. Sing it for us. No, no, that's their that's no? their jam. I okay. might play it one day, but well, the cool thing. But yeah, go ahead. Well, I'm just we're talking about all the music and Grammys are tonight, right? So, uh, so can you do you guys know what's up for best album? I know one of them just because it was a shocker. But why don't you why don't you tell us? Not a not a clue. Okay, so I'll go through the the album of the year nominees. Uh, the first one is Twenty Five by Adele. Tremendous okay. song. I mean, yeah. her voice is probably the best out there right now. Um, Next to Allen's. <laughs> sorry, I just choked. Um, so she sold 8 million albums of 25. Okay, so just keep that number out there. 8 million. How long has that album been out? It's been, it came out, uh, it's been out longer than most of them. Uh, it's, I think it came out December of last 15. year. Yeah, Because I, I am an Adele fan. I, you know what, I, I like those, I like female singers that have a little bit of a, that a rasp, rough edge yep, yep. in their voice. I love like that. Amy Winehouse. Mm. I love it when guys... So one of my favorite male vocalists is Eric Clapton, and it's because he can't sing. Really, he, he, he can't sing, but he can't carry a tune. Yeah. So he really makes Oh, look, song we just got our first soulful. email. No, I'm just kidding. How dare you talk about Eric Clapton? Sorry, I don't way. mean to uh, steal your, your, your thunder there. No, okay. Back so, to your story. So, so the, the, the next <laughs> album is... Lemonade by Beyonce, which I know is Alan's favorite. That's an album? I didn't even know. Yes. She had an album called Lemonade. So in the first week. That's what I twerked to. (laughs) In the first week, uh, she sold 485,000 copies in the first week. Fair enough. Um, And I looked and looked today, and I couldn't find how many. I know she's passed the million mark, but I couldn't get the exact number. Uh, Rolling Stone said that that was the best, best album of 2016. Um, what does Rolling Stone know? What does Rolling Stone know? So the next one is Purpose by Justin Bieber. Uh, he sold over a million oh. copies. He did have some good hits from that, from that, uh, the I'm Sorry song and Ugh. a couple of others. Right. Uh, Drake is another one with views, which I'm a Drake fan. Guys, don't. I'm a Drake fan, so before you even start, I'm not. No worries. And there goes my bourbon. <laughs> no, you just Alan took his bourbon away. <laughs> so in the first week, Drake sold eight hundred and fifty thousand. Which one week, Drake? I'm going to do a Drake song. I'm going to do a Drake song I'm just for you. I think I'm traveling. You used to that call week. me on my cell phone, Alan. Oh, you used to call me on my no. cell phone. Um, and then our, my favorite, our favorite, is Sturgill Simpson yes. uh, with A Sailor's Guide to Earth uh, for Album of the Year. So he has sold total 
Yeah, okay. here it comes. 145,000 <laughs> albums. <laughs> and it's yeah. up for album of the year. It's up for album of the that's, year. That's incredible. So Sturgill um, is a throwback to country music, the way it was written and, and, and produced and sang 30, 40 years ago. Yeah, he like sounds he, a lot like Waylon. He, he's got a Waylon Willie kind of, kind of tone to him. You and I, I think, found him up about the same time yeah. two years ago and i believe that this album is is cool because it's a um it's a tribute he he admittedly says it's a, it's written as a tribute to his newborn son yep. which is cool Very however cool. i do believe that this nomination is a nod to his first two albums which are absolutely incredible they're way better than his third one not that his third one's bad well, but, yeah, I do like his first two better than this one. Oh, man. Um, this one does have a special place in my heart, though, because I have a son. Uh, so there's a yeah. lot of the songs on there. And the song that I picked today, we'll, you know, we'll, we'll play that, but I don't, I don't want to play it yet. Hey, Parker. Um, hey, Parker. What's up, buddy? Um, but st- let's talk about Sturgill for a second. So yeah. he went to high school at Woodford County. So if we're going to pull all this yeah, back in. he's from Kentucky. Here we go. He went to high yeah. school at Woodford County, which we're drinking Woodford Reserve tonight. So yeah, we are. this is a Sturgill Simpson uh, night. And so Sturgill, if you're listening, here's one for you, buddy. Here's one for you. And then... Um, you know, the, the new country sound, which is really the old country, right. is Jason Isbell, as you said before. Right. There's some, uh, old, there's some old outlaw stuff coming Chris back Stapleton, out. Chris Stapleton, w- yep. which uh, is from Lexington, which is right where I grew up. And right. then uh, Sturgill is from Lexington, Versailles area, which is where I, I grew up right. as well. So uh, very cool. But he had, um, what was the name of his group, his bluegrass group? Kelly, I'm going to uh, put you on. Sunday the- Valley. Sunday Valley. Well, they weren't really bluegrass, but he played... Um, a Pickard style guitar. Which so is... we're gonna play this song for you. Oh, you did not. Yes, I did. Uh oh, Nicole doesn't. She, no, her she's face ready. Is saying, nope, nope. She's been. She has it queued up. You did not. Yeah. So you know, I haven't really listened to this song much. And w- what's it called? I want wine. No, this. You're, Wait. That's, hold on. Yeah. So no, you're no. doing. I want you to do the wine one first. Sorry, guys. This is live radio. <laughs> this oh, is what man. happens. Everything was going so, so loud. That's okay. She's sick. That's okay. The, no. the, the YouTube Hamilton. one. The YouTube one. Oh, sorry. That's okay. Sorry. That's all right. So, I blame Hamilton. This well, is now that the cat's out of the bag. So he he was recognized early on in Nashville. Oh, thank you. Yeah. And this is live, too. This, this is, is Virgil Simpson. He sings now. But this is him playing, picking on the This guitar. is called Sometimes Wine. Sometimes Wine. It's about whiskey. And it's before he got, he got popular. So crank this up. We're going to let it play for a little bit. Yeah. All right, that's that rocks it. And that's him singing and playing the guitar. There's not a whole lot of guys that can do that that fast and sing that Did way. Did you see anymore. him on Saturday Night Thank Live? Thank you for playing that. Of course, man. That's I, awesome. You know what? I stole him from you. You were mad at me this <laughs> no, week. No. <laughs> not mad. Appreciate. Because you and I do have a lot of the same yeah, uh, yeah. musical uh, opinions. So. All right, so. Um, but he's nominated. Okay, so I didn't know the statistics. He's nominated for a Grammy. He's got a hundred. What'd you say? One hundred and forty-five thousand. Have- so let's just round that up to one hundred forty-six thousand. Okay, okay. One hundred forty-six thousand <laughs> albums. Adele has eight million. So no one knows who Sturgill Simpson is, right? So he came out on his website, right. with shirt shirts that say. Well, no, that's not how it started. Actually, a, a person that's pretty famous. And I I look for it and I can't find it. Um, somebody email us at uh, bourbonchroniclesradio at gmail and tell us who. Do some research and find out who said this. But when they announced the nominees for the album of the year, one of the people came out and said, who the Frank is Sturgill Simpson? Because no one knows who he is. So instead of, you know, getting angry about it, what does Sturgill do? He puts shirts out that say who the F is Sturgill Simpson, (laughs) which is brilliant. He has a clothing line that is who the Frank is Sturgill Simpson. It doesn't say Frank, but. So now it's a great tie into now that let me talk about my son. There you go. So. So now you can start the, the 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 song that I picked. So this is cool. So he wrote this whole album uh, to his newborn son of things that he should and shouldn't do. Uh, the lyrics are awesome. Uh, so you know if you get a chance, check out the song. It's called "Keep It Between the Lines." Look up the lyrics. 
Uh, the first one's my favorite because That's I was uh, accused of this, and it, it says, "Don't turn mailbox mailboxes Ma- into baseballs." That's right. <laughs> so this is it. That was, as you know, as we, we talked about it before we went out, was, uh, that is Sturgill Simpson, uh, Keep It Between the Lines. That's one of Kelly's favorite artists. That's one of my favorite artists, Hamilton's favorite artist. He's nominated for a Grammy for Best Album of the Night, and um, we're all just hoping that he... Pull him through. Could you imagine pulling off the upset of, of tonight of beating Drake and Beyonce yeah. and whoever else who was on there? Well, yeah. Well, I don't see that happening. However, I didn't see Trump getting elected either. So no. <laughs> we'll see All what happens. The year of, of massive comeback. <laughs> so um, anyway, it's one of my favorite things to listen to on the back porch while I'm grilling or cooking or whatever, just because I think it plays well. So last week I brought in some bacon, right? And I knew that you this week were doing um, double oaked. So hold on. Food so, segment time. Foodie awkward time. silence. I smoked some beef ribs. And oh brought those goodness. in. I took a little piece. So grab a chunk there. Hold on. Yep. Yeah, these have been smoking for about about four hours. I could go a little bit more, but do you think you can manage one? Where's Nicole? Kevin? Where's Kevin? Kevin. I love you, but no. So I thought this would go well. This smoked beef um, would go they look well. Amazing. They holy cow, that's good. I thought they would go well with okay, the bourbon. Okay, fine. Give me a piece. No, all right. So, so how did you cook that? Well, I let them sit overnight. I actually did. Mm. Um, some hot sauce and mustard and, mm. and coated that on it, let it sit overnight. 
and then just a ton of salt and black pepper. Um, the next morning, um, let them sit on there and then smoked them, smoked them. So, so beef barbecue is a Texas thing. I grew up in, in South Georgia. We couldn't afford cows, so we ate the pig. <laughs> so when you say ribs, to me, you, you mean pork ribs. Even, yeah. even baby back ribs were too expensive for us. So, yeah. So yeah. this is this is a treat. This, well, I, I'm the same way. This I grew up. I grew treat. up here in Northeast Florida, and we always had everything was pork. But although I did grow up on a cattle farm, so we had plenty of steak. But my, my dad would do when he would do ribs, he would do pork ribs. So, but I travel a lot to Texas for work, and I have fallen in love with beef ribs, and they're good. I also have some shrimp. Yeah, what, what are these? These are shrimp poppers. They are bacon jalapeno. Yeah, that's insane. Bacon jalapeno wrapped shrimp. And uh, Hamilton, can't, you can't have these because you're allergic to shrimp. Don't give it to him. His, his throat will close I'll up. blow up like it. I up. just don't eat seafood. So hey, anyway, Kevin, hey, grab some of this. Take a sna- little snapshot of that. Uh, that's beef ribs. If you're... Get in there, Kevin. And there's a there's a shrimp popper. There. Don't these be are, shy. These are a little dark. These are a little burned, but these are good. Here we go. Kevin Gettings, the owner of the station, he comes in here to make sure that we don't burn it down. And we're giving him food. Well, the reality <laughs> is, are you going to take pictures of it? Let's Oh, God. That's possible. This is, this is so awkward. While this is happening, let me give you our email. Uh, the bur- Our Bourbon Chronicles Radio. So our email address, bourbonchroniclesradio at gmail.com. And let me give a shout-out to Shannon Wilson. Uh, Shannon actually did send us an email hey, and Shannon. said Aww. someone is at actually listening. So hey, I love you, you Shannon. Thank you. Hey, Shannon. Is she a family member? Like, Does she know us? <laughs> well, she's, related, she's a good right? friend. Yeah. She's, so, our, she's our fan. Hey, first. That's all that matters. That's right. All that matters. We got our first one. We're going to print fan. that thing out, too. I'm going to put one of these uh, beef ribs, I'll wrap <laughs> it up in some foil, and mail he's it, he's mail he's it to you. autograph it. Yeah, I'm going I'm to mail it to you, see what happens. Just don't eat it. Just put it put it on the wall. Hang so it. you, how long did you smoke them for? Uh, four hours, and then they've been in wraps for about another hour after that. So I brought them here, and wrapped them up in foil, and let them go. Now, do you do those on the egg a lot? The big green egg, yeah. I got a, I got a large big green egg my goal is to get up to an extra large don't tell bethany but i'm gonna try she it's out there now it, they're they're um they're they're so much fun but i mean it's 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 um you know throwing the wood charcoal on there you can do that on a weber too I mean, you can you can do the same coal the, the wood fire charcoal that makes the so, egg so we need to get uh somehow get them to be a sponsor or something right so we can actually make some money on this show or some restaurants we can have a rib off. i want to know if a restaurant can make beef ribs as good as mine but you never know those yeah, are well, amazing. I bet they can. Huh? Those are amazing. You like them? I'm thoroughly impressed. I'm. I'm. Uh, also, I'll make some chicken soup for you to get you over this flu. Thank you. No, oh, he did. I, I had it last night. Man, I saw you last night. Why good. didn't you bring me some? Well, because you knew was, I was sick, Kelly. I did. I didn't. I don't know He's where you selfish live. Like that. I think that's intentional. That I you don't. I don't know where you live, but. Um, but you knew you. I delivered it hot. I made it in the pot. Delivered it right across the street at Hamilton. That I, was so. We're nice. all neighbors. But that I saw nice. you last night. And I thought the odds of making the show today were slim and none, and slim just left town. Like, there was no <laughs> chance you were being on the radio today, which is why I said the greatest comeback of the week. It's not boom, Tom Brady. Boom, boom. It's you. You sounded like you ate a tennis ball last night. Your throat was so Well, I'll tell you what. Swollen. Bourbon helps with that. Yeah. Bourbon helps with By that. By the way, Nicole burned his microphone at, after the show because know, that right? thing is super contaminated. Super contaminated. Anyway, well, uh, what else do we we have? A couple more minutes. Anything else we want to talk about before we get out of here? There's plenty of things. Do we want to? Um, there was a there, there was an article that you found. We may not have enough time to dive into it, mm, but I all, think we do. Okay, uh, here we go. Uh, I, I when you when you announced, we only it, have five minutes. It's okay. We'll we'll go fast through it as best we can. But we'll try and get Alan as fired up in the next next five minutes as we possibly can because you found an article that I'm already mad. There we go. You found an article at Hamilton. That uh, talks about. Do you agree with the article? Daddy daughter dances and men, okay. uh, dads taking their daughters on dates. And her, this this uh, blogger's perspective was that it shouldn't happen. You shouldn't do it because. Hamilton, are you pulling the article up? Yes, I'm trying. Okay, well. Do you even remember her name? I don't, but I don't want to make her famous on the air. Oh, yeah, because there are so many people listening and they will flock to her website. Well, Shannon's listening. <laughs> So this lady's name, Elizabeth Broadbent, uh, wrote an article uh, called, Honestly, Daddy-Daughter Dates Are Anything But Innocent. She called it creepy. She called it creepy. Oh, she used worse words, like insectual. Uh, oh, yeah. She was pretty foul. It, it was pretty off Why? The because we're taking them on a date to show them like, what an actual gentleman should treat them like? Yes. Exactly. That, that's unbelievably... Uh, it, and she says in the article, 
I don't have daughters. If well, that's the thing. So I, I was waiting daughters, on so. it, right? So I read the whole article. Uh, I get down, and I'm in my mind. I'm like, you know, she, either she doesn't have kids or she doesn't have any daughters. And then so, finally, in the last paragraph, she says, "I don't have any daughters, but but it's, we." So we all three do. I I have two. Alan, you have two. Ham, you have one. And I'm gonna tell you something. One of the common threads amongst the three of us is that we do take our daughters on dates because we want them. I think we want them to understand. I want them to understand at least how they should be respected when they're when they're out. Um, how they should feel special, but also they can make their own opinions. Um, they can formulate their own opinions, what they like and they don't like. And it's not me telling them what to do. It's like, hey, here's some options. But I'm going to open them door. I'm going to open doors for them. I'm going to pick up the check if they let me. You know, if Daddy's got some money or Karis has some money to pay for it, great. But I'm going to buy the. I'm going to pay for dinner. All know? right. So, so she goes. These little girls who are taken out on dates by their fathers are taught that men should do everything for them. Men open their door. Men pull out the chair. Men buy everything. Men even pick out their dress and purses. Damn it, Kelly. Daughter's case. Give me a break. <laughs> so, yeah. It's not that they don't know how. Okay, I'm not saying Look, that. I mean, I'm the, saying, the like, point let me of do it, it is, for you. is twofold, if you mm-hmm. ask me. Number one, it's, it's for my benefit because I, I love my kids and I want to spend time with them. And, mm-hmm. and so I take them out on dates and I do it individually. We don't usually do it as a group because I want to spend time individually with my daughters. Right. But it's also, I, I want them to know that na- they need to be appreciated, okay? I want them to know that, that men can't just treat them right. like a piece of meat. That's right. I mean, Kelly, you've said before you saw in a parking lot, you saw some Man, when, guy honk his horn. When I was first, when my first daughter, Addie, was first born, um, we were walking in the parking lot, and I saw a guy pull his Mustang up and honk the horn, and out comes the, the daughter of the girl that lived in the house next door to me. Crazy. She comes running out and jumps in the car and they drive away. I'm going to tell you something. Um, my dad would never l- have allowed me to behave that way. Kimberly and, if, and Samantha, if you're listening right now, that cannot happen in our house. Well, it'll happen. It'll happen once because the dude pulls up and honks the horn. Guess who's getting in the car with it? It's going to be me. Like, you didn't specify exactly. who, who you honked at. So here I come. I'm buying the popcorn. Well, now, you guys, are, you guys are different than most. Maybe. You know, Maybe. But, but I... I don't know, Hamilton. I well, feel like all my friends are about the I'll same tell you what, way. Yeah. E- email us and let us know about this one because I, this is we debated whether or not we should talk about this because we don't want to, um, you know. What, as as a well, lady, I don't really, Nicole, what do you think? I think that, and maybe this is hard. I'm a mother. I'm a mother, but I think it's coming from a very feminist side of things. Like exactly. It's, and I think the article, not, not our opinion. The no, article. the okay. article, <laughs> and I think that daddy daughter dates are important because it develops a healthy relationship between. A father and his daughter, but also right. to show what healthy, how a man is supposed to treat you and to behave. What, yeah, yeah. You're well, making, you're making me exa- cry, Nicole. Well, how many examples do we have of girls who I'm don't have up. that from their dads, and they end up with really crappy guys? Yeah. Hey, uh, man, our goal versa. is to keep them off the pole, right? <laughs> you do not want that well, to happen. Vice versa. My, yeah. Well, we just went there. <laughs> my father-in-law, um, my wife, uh, her dad took her on special dates one at a time. There were four sisters, and they're all highly successful women. They have um, the three of them are married. One I'm not yet, but they're all just really smart, intelligent women, and they know what they like in life. And I, I feel like a part of that was set up because yeah, of that absolutely. relationship mm-hmm. with their dad. I, I think Alan hit the nail on the head, man. It's spending that time, that yep. unequivocal time, just with when Ellie and I can just go out and shut the world out. Yeah, man, that's what that's what we're here for. Yeah, I mean, that's so what screw you, lady. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> So much for hurting her feelings. Well, yeah. If she wants to write us an email at bourbonchroniclesradio at gmail.com, fire away. Let us know why you think this. But I'll tell you, you're wrong. Bourbonchroniclesradio at gmail.com. That's our email. Uh, Instagram is Bourbon Chronicles. And then please like us on Facebook at The Bourbon Chronicles or at Bourbon Chronicles. Hey, next week we are doing Angel's Envy, which is Kelly's favorite. My favorite. So 5 o'clock, WSOS, check us out next week. Thank you for spending the last bit of your weekend with us. Have a sip, see what happens. See ya. And let the truth be told.